0: Hi folks, this is Matthew Holly of the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. And let me tell you something, you got all those high-end equipment for a lot of money, but you got no idea how to use them. But what if I told you there's an easy way to create your own podcast, absolutely free with no wires attached? The answer is Anchor from Spotify. Of course, Anchor is the easiest way and the best way to make a podcast without all the assholes. If you haven't heard about Anchor... Let me tell you something. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. Also new in there is the music and talk talk bit for Anchor and Spotify. You can insert your music from Spotify and you can create your own music radio show. Or whatever you want to create with music involved. That's all that podcasting stuff. It will be exclusive to Spotify only. That's, That's really cool. And if you're looking to distribute your podcast... Let Anchor do that for you so it can be earned on most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. All with a single tap or click. You're looking to make money from your podcast? You can. No minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen, no matter the size of the audience. You can also collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And did I mention Anchor is 100% free? With no strings attached, no monthly fees, no trial period, no subscription necessary. This is why the Home Tour Sports Podcast is always here on Anchor, and many more, and many other podcasts are on the way here on this platform. And looking for and if you want to get Anchor, download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Go to Anchor.fm to get started Enter your journey into podcasting. This is why Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on with our feature presentation.
1: Looking for James, he's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot at history.
0: Broadcasting right here from the Long Island Top Studios, right here in New York, it's Long Island, New York. This is the Home Tour Sports Podcast, right here on the Home Tour Radio Network. Here we are, Wednesday, February eighth, twenty twenty three. I'm Matthew Olley. I'm your host. Well, there's one thing that came out of the woodwork, and it was last night: twenty seasons, one thousand. Under the 10 games, 300, 38,388 points, and still going as is. LeBron James has become the greatest scorer in NBA history, the greatest scoring point forward in NBA history. It is like, what a career. It's been a career, and what a career it has been. What, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not gonna lie. It's not like it's good. It's not like he had that. He's like that. Thirty-eight broke that thirty-nine-year-old record with thirty-eight points, and it contain and it continues. It continues to this day. It continues on. It's gonna be going on as long as it can. The all of them, Chick Hearn in that all in that game in April 5th, 1984, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar broke that all-time scoring record held by Wilt Chamberlain, he said the new new king of scoring has ascended his throne. Last night, it was that. It was just that. It was, um, Kareem did it with a, beat Wilt with a sky hook. LeBron's broken that record with a jump, with a fadeaway. You can't, you can't, you just can't script that, man. And a lot of people tweeted about this, including Chiefs' tight end Travis Kelsey. um, Also, a lot of, and of course, several NBA dignitaries. Congratulating him on this record. It was like it was like 39 years in the making. I wasn't there when he broke it, when Kareem broke that record in '84. I was around during the later stages of his career. He has, and of course, that tells you right then and there. he has been. He. It is, and we have seen a once-in-a-generation player sing. But then again. I will say this. People will. People will still. And there are some people who respect them. There's some. And there are some people who will continue to them, I.e. Guys like M- guys, ad- guys. I address. Guys. I address. And and it's been. I've been talked about them. I wrote this yesterday on my on my on my uh, personal Twitter account that said, "Make make no mistake about it. Once I saw plenty of videos from Texas-based black and white sports targeting LeBron James, the infamous, including that stupid meme of LeBron James is crying. It was like I was pissed off. I I was pretty pissed off. I I'm not. I didn't hide. I didn't hide the fact that I. Pissed. They always do this, for, and of course, not towards the subject in question." But the men who spew nothing but lies on a daily basis. Every video trying to expose them all failed. And failed miserably. John Matrix and Road Trance. They all have tried to drag him down for years. Ever since they started doing the shit on YouTube. It has become their M.O. since they started putting out crap like this on YouTube. It's what guys like me and everybody else fight. Against, fight against bigoted sports talkers who know nothing about sports at all. And once again, I said this, he became an icon, LeBron became an icon in this sport. And yet these nobodies tried to drag him down and they couldn't do shit. Now with four rings and a scoring record, Matrix of Rose can't tell him shit. They'll bitch and moan as always, but no decent sports fan will mind these MAGA shot jocks. I've been, I've been bitching about that for, I've been bitching about that for years. Even when I started, this is right before I started launching this thing. Make no mistake about it, I, I, I seriously eat these guys. And this is not just black and white sports, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's sports wars, the sports arm of the goops and goons. And and they continue to complete. They continue to bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch, and realize and then realize one day, you know what? We're not gonna get our way. I I am so and then they they I came out with this video earlier this morning. I'm like I'm not joking with you folks. John Matrix went to... John Matrix. Became really dumbest human. Be- became the dumbest human being I've ever seen. When I said they can't tell him shit, oh boy, he was spewing full of shit. Take a listen.
1: Well, guys, it finally happened last night. LeBron James is now the NBA's all-time leading scorer. And. In- I believe I was actually right. I predicted that he would actually probably pass Kareem on the all-time scoring list today. For one thing, the Lakers actually uh, played a home game, and the numbers really did kind of align uh, going back uh, three games. I believe he was something like uh, 97 points away. And I believe that the primary goal for LeBron James and Lakers tonight was to actually get him that scoring record at home, not to win the game. No, because they actually did lose the game. The Lakers, I believe, are five games under 500. Uh LeBron James, he was actually playing to actually break the record. And he did that. So what's the state for the rest of the Lakers for the rest of the season? Nothing. Nothing. And this team is not very good. They're not a playoff team. Uh, LeBron James uh, was pretty upset about not getting uh, Kyrie Irving. He's still stuck with uh, Russell Westbrook for the remaining of the season. But he did break the record, and he's in the books. And I believe that record is going to stand for uh, quite a while, to tell you the truth. I mean, LeBron James, even as much as we come down on him, LeBron is still averaging something like almost 30, somewhere around there. I mean, this is his uh, 20th season. Now, I do believe that the uh, numbers have definitely been inflated a little bit. You have quite a few players uh, this season... Uh, averaging over uh, 28 points per game. But uh, let's go ahead and get into this, guys. On OutKick, LeBron James celebrates breaking NBA's all-time scoring record with family, friends, and an F-bomb on live TV. Yeah, his reaction to uh, to breaking the record, yeah, it kind of went out there viral, and he didn't have much to say except dropping an F-bomb. Maybe his emotions were kind of getting to him, I mean, this is pretty much the conclusion of the NBA season for LeBron James and the Lakers. This team is not going anywhere, but we do have it. It came in the third quarter. I was actually laying down in my bed when uh, this happened, and uh, of course, I didn't watch the game, but we do have a little bit of a clip here, and Kareem was on hand to actually see LeBron James uh, break the record, so let's go ahead and play a little bit of this right here. Looking for James, he's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron stands alone. Okay, so that is LeBron James breaking the record right there. I believe about ten point nine seconds left in the third quarter. I believe he actually had thirty six, but I think for the game he had thirty eight. So, if I'm not mistaken, he actually got pulled in the fourth quarter, I believe. I believe he uh, was complaining about some kind of injury or something like that. Uh, They weren't winning the game anyway. I mean, even with him uh, making that shot right there, they were still down 104-99. to And I believe they actually did end up losing. Um, They ended up losing by three, if I'm not mistaken. But this is his reaction to breaking the record. And this is all he had to say fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. On live TV right there. Drops an F-bomb. But it doesn't end there. Because apparently there's another stat about LeBron James that uh, Ennis Cancer Freedom actually put out. Now, you know that him and uh, LeBron James do not see eye to eye because LeBron James will bend the knee to China. Oh, look come here. on. That's Ennis a Ennis wow. Freedom takes vicious shot at LeBron James moments after he breaks NBA scoring records. And look at this tweet right here from uh, Ennis. 38,388 38, points. Oh, 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 yeah. Zero morals. Oh, come on. Zero values. Oh, come on. Zero principles. Oh, come on. Zero empathy. Come on. One bow down to China. <laughs> Congrats to King uh- James, oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty brutal. Now, we'll disagree with him on this. I believe it's been way more than one bow down to China, it's been way, way, way more than that. I mean, oh, come I on, I more said more this anything? for you, yeah, that was one. But what a quail stuff, you know, that's yeah. two. It's probably been about uh, 10 bow downs to China,
0: yeah. I gotta pause that. It, 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 it's like a coon show. It's we're turning into a coon show, and I, and I'm, and I'm getting sick. And I'm starting to get real sick. But I'll be blunt, and I'll be blunt. They, I said, they, they, all of it's bullshit anyway. But then again, John Matrix. What do you expect from this guy? Bullshit all the way, man. It's just what I said. It's just what I said. When you spew bullshit you're gonna get real you're you are you gonna get bullshit right in front of your door and as cantor said and as cantor in reply in a reply to his tweet quoted, "People get mad when I speak the truth because I'm the only athlete who actually speaks the truth. I don't care about your endorsement deals or your dirty money. You cannot buy me c p which is the Chinese Communist Party, but but dude. And he said, also add, don't expect me to respect you or your game when your shoes are literally made by slave kids. But yeah, he also, he's like, well, then there's the burn. Then there's the old burn. He said, bro is hype, Bro is at him from his turkey bounty tweeting. T- <laughs> <laughs> Another one that really burns his ass. He says, 8,349 points. Zero defense, zero jump shot, one bounty. Be quiet, and a Scanner. I'm just calling still calling him a Scanner. And then the and then this and then this. So out of all the athletes and owners in the world, you wanna blame the black athlete. But not the filthy rich white guy making more money than all of us combined off dirty money. Okay, got it, racist. Yeah. Tells you right then and there. They really burned him on Tyler Conway did a vit tweet with this with this little gang game yeah right from straight from Chappelle's show my man Ennis Cantor should have learned when to Ennis Cantor knows to learn when to well roll the footage it's time to roll of the footage Yeah, he really needs to do that. And he said, you know what? Like I said, I hope you enjoy that bounty you got on you. Dude, man, dude, man. I will say this up front. Dude has been a good... Dude, it's been like a... Dude, it's like an embarrassment for me as a fan. And it's Canada season, that's the season. Zero points per game. Zero assist point game. assist per game. Zero rebounds per game. Zero pick and rolls defended successfully. Not surprising. <laughs> he was a terrible He was terrible on the pick and roll. Zero minutes. 600 tweets about Lebron. What are your thoughts on Ennis? This is like... I'm like... Ennis Cantor's pick and roll defense is like mediocre. I, I, I remember when we tr- mixed, traded for him. They traded Carmelo Anthony... For a couple, makes we got back, we got a lot, we got plenty of players coming back, like in the form of, um, Ennis Canner and what have you. Canner was the one I didn't want, like, right? I really didn't want, but willing to give him a try. But his pickup, but his pick and roll defense, man, dude, it's me, Do was mediocre. Dude, I'll be, I'll be blunt every time I say, yeah, Dude's mediocre. Dude is dude's mediocre more often than not. I'm like... One tweet puts it out bluntly. You are a lost soul, man. The guys built schools for inner city schools. Sorry you wear sneakers you don't like. Shame you ever wore the green, which was reverence to the Boston Celtics. Like I'm a I'm fucking I'm a fucking ashamed I'm like oh true I'm feeling after these tweets I'm feel I'm like I feel fucking ashamed that if he was a Nick, that he was a Nick. <sighs> totally fucking ashamed. I didn't want I didn't Once he was traded to, when traded, I felt like yeah, I feel happy. I'm so happy that we have a guy like Mitchell Robinson doing the things that Eddis can or can't even do. Dude, I mean, I mean, let's face it. As canner, to me, is like the equivalent of the bitter old man. The bitter old man who never got any attention, never get the positive attention he wanted. All he got is negative attention. When he, mm, mm, I same with Daryl same with Daryl Morey, but at least he rehabilitated his image when he was in Philadelphia. Even though even though China won't even though China won't air Sixers games, Turkey didn't even air the Knicks it didn't even air Knicks games when Canada was here, when he was wearing the orange and blue. And it was like hurting and it like probably hurt our international out international feeling product by us like one country and yet me and yet the medio and yet the mediocre mediocre man got to go on some had to blame somebody i have nothing i have nothing but i don't think i have i have like i just i'm ashamed of the guy. And his candor is like a, he's been courted by Republican weasels, say, such as such as such um, as Kevin McCarthy and others. I mean, I'm a fuck on. He was a number three overall pick, but dude, sutt. Dude, pretty much. Dude, pretty much sucked. He was. Oh yeah, he was a hypocrite, and he was pretty much a hypocrite. A career, a career. That anyway, I can't believe I can't. I can't believe I, I. I still can't believe I can't defend this man. And I defended this man. And yet, cancer's like a cancer. Just that. Just, it's just that. What a basketball. history? Look at um, Look at LeBron. a F- uh, scoring s- scoring greatest scoring point forward in the NBA. greatest greatest point greatest points greatest scoring point forward ever. Four-time NBA champion. MVP honors, MVP honors. A lot of a mo- lot of money. A lot of a mo- lot of talent. What will look at what was the history look at in his camera? Mediocrity. Guy can't defend the pick and roll. The obvious, media, the obvious answer to the man, the man who is still on it by the man whose mouth will always get him in trouble, and yet, I guess, he, I guess you have, I guess you could say, he's always a sway He's gonna be a sw- swings for a ground ball, and nobody asks. <laughs> He was like a fa- he was like a failure in that, or he was a failure for us, and I was glad. And I was glad he was traded. I guess uh, the bounty. Sadly, about a bounty. Five months, that one. Maybe they just feel. I mean, he was like the most wanted man in in Egypt and in, uh, in Turkey right about now. Sorry if I said Egypt, but the dude is like. Give it gives a fuck? Who gives? It? like zero countries he can travel to. Zero people will care about him. One bounty on his head. Five hundred thousand dollar. Turkey put a five hundred thousand bounty on his head. And yeah, the bounty. And of course, yeah. Ennis can. Ennis can. Ennis Cantor can't even tell LeBron shit. He was a dude. Was an embarrassment with the Knicks. He was an embarrassment everywhere he go. He was medioc He was mediocre. Like I said, I was happy he was gone from New York. I didn't want to put up with the cancer. It accelerated when he was in Portland. It accelerated when he was in Boston. And that's why he didn't. and he got. And he said he could complain. He could say he was blacklisted, but nobody in the NBA wants him. The same would be said about Craig Hodges in 19, after the 1992 NBA season when he was at the White House wearing a tashiki And he was once uh, asking George Bush, that President George Bush, to address what's going on in uh, LA with the, with the beating of Rodney King. And once uh, the Bulls got wind of that, um, they released him and he was never signed. To me, he was the one that's blacklisted. Ennis Kanter can play for another team, but you can see, but dude, but the dude, dude's, a, dude is mediocre. dude is mediocre. Like I said before, these people can't even tell him shit. Not John Matrix, not Rose Vance, not Ryan Kennell, or Jeremy Griggs, or Ennis Kanter. To tell him that. Tell him, sh- tell him shit. That's because, he mm, he's got the thirty eight thousand mm, eight 38,390 and counting. Yeah, I guess he was, I guess he would say, yeah, you really are that embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry if I spoke the proof. And of course, if you hear my uh, hear my uh, cousin's dog barking in this episode, I apologize on this cousin. But I will be blunt with you. It's as hard as it is. You are those who spread clout and they're just making money off of that shit, don't have my respect. Rose Rance... And John Matrix don't have my respect because they're grifters. Brian Kennel don't get my respect because he's a grifter. I have zero tolerance for grifters on YouTube, such as the Black and White Sports, Sports Wars, Behind the Line, whatever you want, but whatever, everything. Like I said, I I bitch about this for years. They don't fucking care. They don't want your money. They want your money, and they want to make you mad. They did that. They did it. Man, and I and I and I did that by turning my anger into put this podcast. Easier said than done, you know. And it's and it's why and that's why I keep doing this. Transferring my anger for a whole world to see her because they will lie to you and they will make you mad. I'm not in it for clout. I'm in there to be, the, uh, be real. And that's all you expect from me. You can't, you can't say... And you can't say shit about me anyway. Without doing research. Believe that. We'll be back. I know your shirts are bland. Your hats are bland. Businesses start. Businesses are planned plan So, why not give it a facelift with Li Tops? Li Tops is the is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom vats and of course, putting up putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for, you, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tops is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business. Work we'll to get this. Get to make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance. about oh, L I chops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's litope ops. I mean, here we are. We're almost to the start of Super Bowl, which will be on Sunday, to be exact. And yet, there is a rumblings about ending the college scouting combine. You know, in this, which the court ESPN writes, smarter G- Josh Reinfuss Reinfus writes, an NFLPA executive director, D. Maurice Smith, wants to get rid of the NFL scouting combine. He said Wednesday during the Players Association's annual Super Bowl news conference. Wow, that really, 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 is that really, really that necessary? Of course, Smith shared his desire to abolish the Combine and instead establish regional pro days, potentially put on by the NFLPA. The response came after he was asked about NFL Executive Vice President President of Football Operations Troy Vincent comparing the Combine to a slave auction during meetings in November. Of course, Smith would say, "Think about it. The NFL, the NCAA, and the NFL structure a combine during what should be every football player's what last semester in college. Who who decided that it was a good idea to take your son and have him exclusively try out for the NFL's exclusive way of getting into the league? For the most part, unless you're a free agent player, you have to be invited to the combine. As soon as as soon as you show up." You have to waive all of your medical rights, and you not only have to sit there and endure embarrassing questions. And I think that's horrible, and I don't want to poo-poo any of that, but would you want your son to spend six hours inside of an MRI machine and then be evaluated by 32 separate team doctors who are, by the way, are doing it for one reason? What reason? To decrease their draft value. Oh man, he really ran off on that. Smith was staunch in his support of prospects not needing to surrender their medical rights as part of the combine process. He says it's gotta, added, it's gotta start with players and their agents, understanding that the combine today has nothing to do with how fast you run, how high you jump, or how much you can lift. Smith said the NFL doesn't need a combine to evaluate the physical traits of a prospect. And we, I said, we, we've been tracking all of these players since they, since they were in what? Grade school. If I asked you right now to pull up a high school video of the top draft picks, how long would it take you to do it? Or response of 30 seconds was shouted. Right. So now we're now in an era where we know exactly how fast these guys can run, how much they can live, how far they can jump, do all of those things. Why do we insist on them showing up in, in Indianapolis? It's not for anything physical, right? It's for the teens to be able to engage in intrusive employment actions that don't exist anywhere else. Okay, well, that really, really makes a cho- That's really shocking. And he's got plenty of, of trash in terms of social media. Albert Breer on when it said D. Maurice, uh, NFL executive director DeMaurice Smith on Toy Vincent's comments on a combine, the first thing you do, n- do is not assume you need a combine. What would you want to have for our ex- sons? Get rid of the combine. Have products. Mm, of course, DeMaurice Smith c- continues, saying the combine isn't about the workouts. That's correct. It's for the teams to be able to engage in intrusive employment actions that don't exist anywhere else. Joy Epstein writes and in where I says more is questioning the need for the combine, believes pro days are sufficient and the combine is medically intrusive with top goal of decreasing a player's chance of being drafted. Very small. Well, I guess you could say that's ask, that's really ask. I think of one and I think of one thing can you do? Can you do something that makes, uh, make the better difference about the combine? Can you do? If it if it ends, it might it might it might happen somewhere down the line. Al Butler says in worth uh, but it's a track from Al Butler and others like mm, because that's quite we're questioning the need of a. Wow, I mean that's really asking. Well that's a that's asking a lot. With it, with the and that will be how that happens. But also on other in other news, Michael Irvin is gonna be not gonna be on television for a while. How it's C E S Bay World Force Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin will not fill his role as an NFL network analyst ahead of Sunday's Super Bowl after a woman issued a complaint about his conduct during a hotel encounter in Glendale, Arizona. Oof. NFL media said Irvin will not be a part of NFL NFL Network's Super Bowl 57-week coverage without specifying the details of the woman's complaint over an incident that allegedly happened Sunday. Irvin denied any wrongdoing in the, to the Dallas Morning News, saying his interaction... Yeah, yes, that's all there is in an interaction with the woman took place in the hotel lobby and lasted less than a minute. He said, honestly, I'm a bit baffled with it all. This all happened in a 45-second conversation in the lobby. When I got back after going out, I came into the lobby and I talked to somebody. I talked to this girl. I don't know her, and I talked to her for about 45 seconds. We shook hands, and then then I left. That's all I know. Of course, Irvin told 15... 105.3 105.3 to Fingen, which is based in Dallas as well, on Wednesday morning, that he did not remember the interaction with the woman after having a few drinks. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course the Glendale spoke, police spokesperson told the morning news that they had no knowledge of any incident involving Irvin. Of course, Irvin won three Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys in the 90s and was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2007. Has served as an NFL Network analyst since 2009. He made regular appearances on ESPN's First Take during the NFL season, which included Monday's program. With that being said, I'm shocked. I am shocked. I'm really, I really am. Irvin, Urban will be today will be off the air for a bit. Maybe not for maybe not for a while, but. That tells you right there. W- another story that came out to the light. Aaron Rodgers hopes that darkness will help him see the light about his future. As Rob Demovsky of ESPN writes, the Green Bay Backers quarterback said Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show that he will embark on a four-day, four-night darkness retreat soon after the Super Bowl Sunday. He said, "I've got a pretty cool opportunity to do a little self-reflection in some isolation, and then, I, and then after that, I feel like I'll be a lot, lot mm, closer to a final, final decision." Of course, he's 39, and he has not decided if he'll play in 2023, whether that's with the Packers or another team, amid reports that he could be traded. He said, "For sure, it's the real thing, 100 percent." That's why it's going to be important to get through this week and to take my isolation retreat and just be able, just to be able to contemplate all things my future, and then be able to make a decision that I think is going is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happy, happiness and then move forward. Of course, he said last summer he had taken a part in ayahuasca. I don't know ayahuasca. Ceremonies that can produce hallucinations similar to the drug Demi- 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 They can't they 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 they, say it. DMT. He said the darkness retreat does not include use of the ayahuasca. It's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. It simulates DMT. So there's- There can be some hallucinations in there, but it's just kind of sitting in silence which most of us never do we rarely even turn our phone off or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness i'm really looking forward to it man. four days in the dark man he's got good luck with that of course roger says the retreat will be alone in the confines of a small house in an undisclosed location he said meals are delivered but otherwise there is no other content with the outside world. However, he said he could leave at any point during the save if he chose, to do. chose to do so. And we all know, Rogers won the amateur portion of the PTA Tour's AT&T Preble Pe- Beach Pro-Am in partnership with professional golfer Ben Silverman on Sunday. And during the tournament, fans could be urged trying to convince Rodgers to play for their team. Among the teams to be, to be most interested in Rodgers would be, should the Packers trade him or the Las Vegas Raiders and the New York Jets. I'm not a free agent. I'm on a contract with the Packers. That gets lost in the conversation a lot. Now, in the years past, there's been a couple of years where we got ousted for the playoffs by the Niners, and then I went and played at Pebble, and those years were pretty razzing. I would say for the crowd of Niners fan yells and other various well-timed trash talks. This year was a lot more positive, I think. The sentiment was very positive. Wanted me to go on people wanted me to get the Raiders on the team, and the Raiders fans were probably the most vocal and the most numerous. Yeah, I guess they pretty much want Raiders fans want him on that, want him in on him bad. So that will tell you right then and there. That will tell you exactly how things turn out. There will be, there will be, there will be storylines here and there. In the, and, and as right now, with the way things are in officiating, ref ball reigns supreme. ESPN's Brooke Breyer writes Despite several high profile officiating controversies, including a replay third down in the AFC Championship game, NFL Commissioner. At Roger Goodell said uh, on Wednesday, "Express support for the league's officials and the quality of their execution, i.e., all hail left ball." I don't think it's an. E- I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are 42,000 plays in this season. and Multiple infractions could occur in any play. Take that out or expo- exfoliate expo- exfoliate that. That's unless, if not millions of potential fouls, and our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. There are mistakes in the context of that. I don't know I yes, but they're not part. They are not perfect. The officiating will never will be. That's what he said, in his annual Super Bowl week news conference. In the fourth quarter of the AFC Championship game, Kansas City ran a play on third and nine that ended up short in six instead of a fourth down, punt. Though the Chiefs got to replay the down. The field judge noticed a clock error before the play and tried to run, the, run in to stop the play. It was unsuccessful and the play continued. While the Chiefs' ran, offense ran off the field for the punt unit, officials conferred and nullified the play because of the clock issue allowing the Chiefs to replay the prior down. Man, oh, well, it was rough ball. Of course, in a championship game, that was stopped appropriately because the clock was running by, the, by an official on the field. That happens frequently in our game. That's not an unusual thing to have that happen. We may not agree with every TV announcer or officiating expert, but we think oh, our officials are doing a great job. We're always going to look to our competition committee and, and everything else we have. But how we improve our officiating, but it will never be, proven, will never be perfect. Yeah, Rift ball reigns supreme. Later in the AFC Championship game, there was another controversial call when Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow was whistled for intentional grounding on Cincinnati's final possession, costing a costly penalty that bet the Bengals up to their own 10-yard line with a minute and 27 remaining. Former vice president officiating for the NFL and current Fox Sports rules analyst Dean Blandino said afterward it was an incorrect call because Chiefs defensive lineman, Chris Jones to Burrow as he threw the ball. He said, if the quarterback starts his throwing motion with the end coming forward, with the ball that starts the most that motion, and then he's contacted by a defender, which impacts that motion, then you are not to call intentional grounding. Landino said in a Twitter post, video posted by the thirty thirteen. And I thought... The contact may have impacted Burl's ability to get the ball out towards Samaji Perin enough to not call in grounding in that situation. After the game, which the Chiefs won by a field goal, referee Von Tobert explained the call to a pool reporter. He said the quarterback was under duress, in danger of being set, and threw the ball into the ground. There was no eligible des- receiver in the area, and he had not gotten out of the pocket, and thrown it beyond the line of scrimmage, so that was a foul for intentional grounding. Yeah, I guess that was tellable. Plenty of rough ball, plenty of plenty of rough ball. And lots of it. Boy, it never changes. Never changes one bit. But take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast on the Home Turf Radio Network. Check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Check us out on on Home Truth Radio on all social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we'll be right back. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town. Something associates with the area or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac T shirts, Long Island Toss T shirts, Island Tribe T shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can buy. It's the best shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check it out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at the, next to the next to the Amityville. Over, Amityville train station. That's in the that's minutes from the Amityville train station, I mean. And don't forget to check them out. Check them out today. Long Island, you got Rucker, Harlem has Rucker, Lincoln, Queens got Lincoln. But Long Island has the Mac. I mean, soccer does have a culture problem in terms of racism and what have you. I know the NHL has this problem with the good old Boys club, but this friend but in Europe it's a whole different story it's all, it's always the ultras of soccer clubs it, it's like I said bad for bad for soccer they are bad for soccer no no matter what. No matter what. And this right here is the is the uh, is my uh, is yeah, you guessed it the obvious point of why it's that bad. Of course of course the headline from ESPN.com Spanish football's treatment of Vinicius is a problem that's only encouraging racist abuse. This is from Graham Hunter from ESPN. He said Real Madrid's brilliant ringer, Vinicius Jr. ...is a young, talent, exciting, successful black Brazilian player... ...who, inarguably, in his view... ...is being treated atrociously by Spanish football... ...and by some sections of the country... ...partly because of the color of his skin. What's happening is an outright disgrace... ...something that fair, decent, honest people... ...should be repulsed by and catalyzed into protesting about. Last season, still age 21... He was one half of the best, most important, and exhilarating partnership in world football. He and Karim Benzema totaled 100 goals and assists between them as Real Madrid became Spanish and European champions concurrently for, the, for only the second time in 64 years. Part also of, abso- of an absolutely stellar achievement. This season... In a shaky, injury-prone team where he has often had to shoulder Benzema's responsibilities, while the Dior older is out injured, Vinicius has produced 19 goal contributions in 31 matches, 13 goals, six assists. Not bad. Meaning that, in context, he's been outstanding again. He's been doing. He's doing his job, and he's doing it brilliantly. While Madrid struggled for consistency and for last season's level of intensity. At, at 22, in a winger, not a keeper, an organizing midfielder, or an experienced central defender, Ryder emphasized these points because it's vital you understand how remarkable his importance has become. He not only is by far Madrid's most used player this season, but is miles ahead of everyone else in minutes played. Of Los Blancos 32 minutes, he has started 31 and played in all of them. Of course, the European champions have have a guaranteed minimum of 25 matches left this season, but could play as many as 32 more. Everything being equal, this young man who is blessed with what Carlo Ancelotti calls the prodigious elite athleticism and robustness would be used in every one of the Italian managers' starting 11s, potentially a 64-match season. But if those who are bullying, provoking, abusing, and attacking him here in Spain after their way, this emerging legend, if in last season's Ballon d'Or voting, will be injured or suspended for most of them. That's the level of maliciousness being deployed against Venetius. That's downright disgusting. It's called, like I said... Ultras are bad for football, and I said it before, and I'll always say that to my very to this very day. In the past few weeks, determinedly performing at a time when almost everyone else in Ancelotti's squad has struggled for one reason or another, Vinicius had to suffer. Atti- Vinicius had to have attitude. suffer, seeing his energy strung up and hanging from a bridge in Madrid. yeah, re- really. That really, really brought out that is real repugnant. And this is coming from Atletico fans. That's coming from Atletico fans. Endure what La Liga has confirmed was racist abuse from fans at several matches this season. Receive an outrageous and unacceptable attempt from Valencia's Gabriela Paulista. To kick him in midair, suffer more fouls than any other player in any of Europe's top five leagues, listen or to read incessant nonsense from facetious fac- people who should know better than better than better that he Vinicius is actually the problem. Wow. I was I would be blunt with that. The the whole hang up and everything. This is on. Uh, this is coming from, from Atlético fans. Atlético fa- Atlético hate fans. Hate Real fans. When they're during the time during and when they were when they are battling in the derby, there was like a. And it's then this is this is not coming from me. This is like, it's insufferable. It's the writer's personal opinion that if all if all of this were happening to a young Spaniard, there would be a torrential eruption of shock and horror, unanimity 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 about who is in the right and who is in the wrong. He doesn't have any proof, but it's his honest and unshakable opinion. Of course, Maloc are far. From the only villains in this scenario. But they are a good representation of how Spain and Spanish football are failing Phoenicians. At the weekend, the ringer was fouled more than ten times. Was provoked throughout Madrid's 1-0 defeat by playing by the playing rivals and by the home fans. Some of which was within the boundaries of what constitutes a hostile atmosphere. And so much category wasn't. Which category wasn't? It was but... Because one of his assailants, Pablo fail, on the poor old referee. Oh boy. That made that was Kani re- conned the conne- ref that referee, Alejandro Andro and would have needed eyes in the back of his head, plus another three or four assistants to keep track of the shishanery that was going on in an attempt to bruise, bully, and revoke the young Brazilian star. No Madrid player has been fouled once every nine minutes, as Vinicius was at somewhat since Isco in 2013. Ten years without treatment like this. Wow. What's both pathetic and devious about the majority of the Malarca players' attitude is that they started this emerging vendetta, which have turned into, st- into strategic bullying and without question, are provoking or proving George Bernard Shaw's wise advice about wrestling pigs. The brilliant Irish playwright Warren, Don't ever wrestle with pigs. You'll both get dirty, but the pigs will love that. Yeah. Makes it be- makes perfect sense. In other words, there are certain conflicts you shouldn't enter because even if you win, you will eventually emerge tarnished. That's how it has worked with Vinicius and Malakas Maffeo, Morton Valiant, and McT- Antonio Vail. The bitterness of this feud looked light last March when Madrid won 3-0 on the island. Maffeo's straight-legged studs showing lunge at Vinicius caught both the winger's legs. Shen and left knee and referee Jose Maria sanchez Martinez ignored it. When Vinicius refused, Maffeo's offer to pick him off the turf, things sparked. Valiente and Rael took it in turns to go nose-to-nose with the Brazilian player, ...poking at his chest, telling him to shut his mouth, but they are hauled at his Finicius shirt and mm, remonstrated with him for having the audacity to not shake hands and for complaining to the ref. Finicius was booked for protesting, meaning that the perpetrator of a vicious, deliberate flying tackle that should have been given a straight red and punished with a long bag off scot free. From that day, from that day to this, those players and others have started the campaign to suggest that Vinicius is a problem. Oh, really? They get, uh, yeah, uh, real cancerous. Ow, cute. The, of course, the Brazilian player has begun to retract react to the provocation that day, and other thugs impose on them. They trash-talks them, bestitious referees to protect them, desolates to the heavens in frustration and anger. In the case of Felista last week, Vinicius bounced off the turf where he landed and sprinted to confront his fellow Brazilian, only just restraining himself from landing a punch. Vinicius, by now, is categorically not without blame. He's been pulled into the mire. Of course, yeah, real kill. Of course, this as JB Shaw, Shaw warned, those who wanted to paint the Brazilian as the bad guy or the problem can now, thanks to the malfeasance and the unbelievably short attention span of some of the media fans, his aggressive response to being attacked as false fuel to claim he's at fault. It's, it is insidious and it's intolerable glass sliding, Pure and simple. Maffaeus said the other day when I was at school the teacher said I was badly behaved. My mother told me that it couldn't be all it couldn't be that all the teachers were, getting, were, to get out, were out to get me. You must be doing something wrong. Something doing thing, You must be doing things wrong. I reckon it's the same with Phoenicians. It's not that we're all out to get him. It's that there must be something there. In the days building up to this match, Rael said, If one day I've got to show a kid a couple of exceptional Madrid players who will be Luka Modder, Chateau, Cruz, but never Vinicius. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Dodo, thugs and Zaka. Uh, After Madrid came back from a 2, two nil down to win a 3-2 at Villarreal and a Copa del Rey last month with Vinicius scoring the first goal, a myopic journalist asked Ancelotti in the post-match conference. But with Phoenicians, there's always some kind of problem. The Italian answered, what I've seen is that the rivals kicked them a lot of times today, as always. On Sunday afternoon, Ancelotti said, today the referee ignored a repeat of fouls. It's supposed to mean a booking booking if fouls are over and over and over again. Everything that's going on is not Vinicius' fault. He only wants to play football, but there's a provocative atmosphere caused by opponents who got stuck into him and fouled him. The external focus, in this case, has to switch. It's time to study what happened with Vinicius today. While police appear to try to separate Vinicius' leg from his torso the other night, there was a hugely significant reaction for the Wingers' Madrid teammates. Of course, previously, they often left him to fight his own corner. Left under torment is tormentors with the ball as soon as play start, starts. Restores, not this time. They know too. They too know that things are in the process of getting completely out of hand. It's just that it is as simple as that. It, it, I, I, I say this with every fiber of my being. It, it's not just the players who want to be thugs, trying to make the sport less safe. Less safe. It's the ultras that are a huge problem. I say that with every fiber of my being right now. Ultras are a pro. Ultras are a problem, and it's gonna continue. It's gonna continue on for years to come. No matter if they go to the st- they go to the stadium or not. All I know is. That the no matter what you do, no matter what they say, no matter what people will say, hey, there's always gonna, there's always gonna be got people gonna be thug, act like thugs, you know. It's just it's it's just sad to see what's happening to this guy, and and of course they're at these play these players advertise themselves as goop. Group of professional players. Them, they act like they act like a bunch of thugs. On that, act like a bunch of thugs for the whole world to see. Flagrant um, missed penalties. Um, um, conning conning officials. It's as bad as as bad as fixing matches. And Ultra is acting like they know more than, the, more than the people who run the club. It's downright disturbing. Which is why I say soccer has a culture problem. It's not going to end anytime soon. Why should I, why should I feel bad? Why, I mean, and of course I feel bad for the dude, but I don't feel bad for those who them Who made him feel miserable. It is gonna and it's gonna continue if this keeps up. Wrap it up when I come back. Now you can listen to Home Tour Sports on your own Google Podcast. Check us out every weekday on our. Check out the link in our description to check out our new comb for home. Just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor the Home Tour Sports Podcast, every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now we'll Podcast. Don't forget to check us out today. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Home Tour Sports. Glad to be with you tonight. Be sure to be tuning in next time when I talk more about sports in general. Also be on the lookout for every episode on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, be a good human being, don't be a dumbass like Rose Rance and John Matrix. That's all I can say. So long, everybody.